Hello and welcome to the Man On Podcast. I am Darren and joining me today is Martin and Craig. How are you guys? Good, mate. Yeah, all good. All good. You enjoying the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been um there's been a few sort of nil nils, isn't there? But a couple, couple of them weren't a couple of them weren't bad. But um Yeah. I'll yeah, be honest. It's, yeah. it's been it's been all right if you put all the political stuff sort of in a different bucket for a moment and this yeah, is... if we just talk about the football, it's been it's been good, hasn't it? I do have no desire to sit here and talk about the political part of it anyway. Um it is what it is, but you know, people are saying oh, I've got obviously an old, my, my football team, we had a football chat going and um, one of the guys was like, I'm dead against watching it, blah, 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 just get smacked down. And I just said, look, like at the end of the day, teams are still out there to play football and put on in a, put on a show. Like they don't give a sh if you watch or not at the end of the day, but they're still going to play football. So forget everything that goes on and just enjoy the football. And so far I'd say that's been pretty good. I, I've not missed a game yet, actually. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. No, you're uh, busy at work then. It's on in the corner, mate. When I'm outbounding, nice little thing to have on in the corner. It's all right. Nice and easy. I, I did. I did have on the on the Netherlands game actually. I did have a, a meeting start at that time with a customer, so I did miss a little bit of that game because uh, I certainly can't sit <laughs> distracted when I'm trying to give a presentation. By uh, oh, hang on, Dumfries has scored. Uh, definitely can't do that. Um, but we are here today to give a little bit of an update on how we're doing in game week one um, and maybe plans for game week two. Obviously, the game week's not over yet. We still have, oh, let me think off the top of my head. We've got Uruguay playing in a moment. We've got Portugal, Ghana later, and then we've got Brazil and Serbia. So that means yeah. Uruguay are against South Korea. Well done, they are. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. That's uh, you know, this was a quiz episode, it's not, but I've just nailed it, so the map, um, yeah, that doesn't matter, does it? Uh, perfect, okay, should we have a look how we're doing? Go on, then, let's have a look. Sky first, it's beautiful, if I'm honest, pretty good, isn't it? We're all uh, I'm, I'm really, really chuffed with how well we're doing in this, um, I mean. I mean yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, considering I've had two zeros. Yeah. Well, you, have you? No, you haven't. You've got one. No, yeah, but the, the, um, my I had the Qatar keeper on the opening night, so that was a zero. Ah, uh, of course you did, Salah sheep, yeah. So I've had two zeros, but I've still managed to put cobble together one hundred and twenty-nine points. Um, so Neymar yeah. captain to go. If I could have got something out of those two zeros, um, I'd maybe be sort of looking at the top fifty, but. Is is what it is, I suppose. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty happy so far. Uh, Neymar to go today. Yeah, we're in we're in good positions. Craig, you're doing very well as well. Ahead of yeah, me. I made my first fuck up yesterday. I was quite happy with that. <laughs> thing today. I, I was like one thousand two hundred ranked going into yesterday with four players, and I thought, oh, I think this is a chance to maybe get into the top five hundred. And I was really wavering on De Bruyne. Um, I, I, he was going to be my transfer in for Mbappe. Yep. And so I was really anti-Belgium. I, I kind of didn't want him, but he had a high ownership. And I thought if he goes off, then that's going to be damaging to my rank. Um, and so I, I didn't really have another captain. I've had to captain Alderweireld probably if I didn't captain him. Um, which I wasn't sure about Belgium's clean sheet against Canada either. So I, I gave in and did the transfer. 
if I didn't do that, I would have obviously got Alderweireld as captain, which was way more points than De Bruyne, and I'd have got in two Brazil players today. So I would have been that one sort of misstep, if you want to call it that, might cost me about twenty-five points or something this this round. So that's what the sort of margins we're looking at by one seemingly fifty-fifty decision almost. So it's, un- it's, it's unlucky. It's one of those things. Obviously, I didn't have Ferran Torres like used to either yesterday, which was I had no Spain because I didn't I didn't re- really know when we had to pick our teams and lock our teams in who would play for Spain. Even yesterday morning, I wasn't even sure who was going to play for Spain to bring someone in. So I just left, ignored them all together. And as much as I thought Costa Rica would be bad, I wasn't quite expecting 7-0 bad. So that game obviously hit me quite hard yesterday, that Spain game. But I can't, I can't really, I think all my players within reason, apart from Emi Martinez, have done as expected or maybe better than expected. And I think the Emi Martinez one's a bit of a freak, right? They had two shots and they both went in. So it's, I don't regret having him for the next two games. So, on the whole, I'm quite happy. I think I set out with a target of about 130 points. If Neymar gets a return tonight, I'll get there. So, um, I'm pretty much on track with where I wanted to be, I think, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I mean, you're the only person so far who hasn't picked a zero player. Um, so, that's that's obviously credit to you. Everyone started yeah. or played. I went with a very nailed squad. I think a few people have been a bit disappointed, obviously, with the likes of Foden, Lissandro, Martinez, people like that. But they was always risky players. And for game week one of this, I just wanted to pick 11 nailed players, even if they wasn't necessarily the best asset. Um, so I've, I've been rewarded with points because of that. But obviously, there's been higher upside players that have done something. So it swings in roundabouts, did not it? But I've got a steady squad, I think, of nailed players. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously... Uh... You know, I've got Lloris in and I didn't think, I didn't honestly think France would concede to Australia, but they did straight away, which was a bit disappointing, but they, they came on to thump them in the end, which was what I expected in the first place. Um, so that's disappointing. Sane was on the bench, didn't even come on. So he, he must be carrying some type of injury, which I didn't know. So that was a disappointing one when I saw the German lineup. Um, they got beaten anyway by Japan. So what does it matter? Um Otherwise, I'm really happy with how I've picked. Um, I got very lucky yesterday in as much as I think I told you guys that I was bringing in Torres instead of someone else and decided to captain him last minute instead of De Bruyne. De Bruyne was my captain. If we go back to the last week's pod when we revealed our teams, De Bruyne was always going to be captain on that day. I had the same feeling as sort of you you guys and, and just thought, you know what, Belgium aren't all that good. And I look, I went back and looked at the Belgium stats and I just thought Torres, I knew Torres would probably play because Morata was meant to be injured and he did come on at the end, so he's recovering. But Torres was going to play and I thought, you know what, Torres against Costa Rica is a higher upside than KDB against Canada. Uh, boy, did I get that one right. <laughs> Just, you know, played, really, weren't you as well? So the, the state of that lineup Spain put out, I think you probably anticipated four or five of those. You're lucky you picked the Martins. Obviously, got stung with Sarabia not playing. Yeah, unpredictable that team. I, like I, I think I because I mentioned to you in the chat, like before the tournament started, I'm a huge fan of Danny Olmo, and I was like, I, I can't like looking at the stats of the last 15 games, I can't guarantee he's going to play or where he's going to play, and he played on the left wing. Normally, he plays as a cam. But like, and Asensio played up front. I'm just like, this is mad. What a lineup! But <clears throat> it was a seven-nil win lineup. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, 
did really well. And I, I think I'm in a really good position today. You guys have all got one more player to play. Neymar's captain. I've got two. So I've got, I can't afford, I couldn't afford Neymar. Um, so I've gone for Rafinha and I've got Cancelo as well, which could be quite nice. Um, pray for a clean sheet and maybe a, some type of return from Cancelo as well would be lovely. That would, I think, boost me really high today. I think he's playing. I saw a leaked team that had, surprisingly, I thought, Neymar, Vinicius, Rafinha and Richarlison all in it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Um, Vinicius left, Richarlison top, Neymar behind him, Raf on the right. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to fall into the same trap of a France or something and just try and get too many attacking players out. I know it's on paper a game they should win, but I think maybe some of the better teams have maybe gone a bit too attacking so far. I don't know. If you put, if you've got those, if you've got, if you've got those two, then a back four and maybe two holding midfielders in front, like Casemiro and Fred or something, at the end of the day, it's not terrible. What's that? They're playing Paqueta, aren't they? With Casemiro, is what I saw. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. Looks like Sorry, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the team line up. I was just going off what you said. Um, yeah, that is a little bit too attacking because Paqueta is definitely a more attacking, attacking midfielder as well. So, yeah, maybe that's a little bit too much. Hmm. Mm. But overall... I think I think you'll find us ranked pretty pretty highly after today. Um, yeah, I'd like to see us. We stuck to plans as well. Martin didn't stick to plans because he got his weeks mixed up. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah, I made well. a <laughs> I made a bit of an error, um, and it's <clears throat> so far it's been so far it's worked out quite well. To be honest, I've been a little bit lucky. So I suppose I brought in Chesney on day two, which or was it day three? No, day two. Well, they, they didn't play till day three, did they? But, um, no. But yeah, but anyway, Chesney came in for the Qatar keeper, which was what I was supposed to do. Um, because I was like, the Mexico game will be a bonus, and then he's in for Saudi Arabia. Um, but I, I remembered it wrong and I brought in Matty Cash as well. And Matty Cash is not supposed to come in until game week two. Um, so I bought I bought I bought I brought him in early, but thankfully they kept a clean sheet. Um, and it also meant that I couldn't bring in De Bruyne yesterday because I used the transfer on cash that I didn't mean to. So I left De Bruyne alone on that, um, because I, you know, I needed a transfer today to get Neymar in and captain him. Um, so, so yeah, so far it's worked out quite nicely for me, but to be honest, captain De Bruyne Martin as well, if you had him, I don't know. I was really, I mean, like, <laughs> like we said, when we did the team reveals, um, it, I was only I was only thinking of De Bruyne just literally through the ownership. I think I said on that team reveal that I didn't really want to captain him, but I might do it just through the ownership. Um, so I don't know is the honest answer, but I think I would have brought him in. Um, but so so yeah, I've probably got away with one there. And I got Cash's clean sheet instead of De Bruyne's two points. Um, but uh, but yeah, Sarabia Sarabia didn't work out. It's a bit disappointing because he played a lot in the Nations League recently. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, um, and especially when Anaki Williams came came on, I was like, oh, Anaki Williams, like, he's yeah, not... I know, I thought that as well. Like, uh, yeah, it's like he's not going to come on, is he? Um, but yeah, there we go. But you, I suppose you could look at it as what was Torres got me thirty two points. So the fact that I, you know, decided to go for Spain, I could look at it as thirty two points between the two of them, I suppose, but. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, you, you, I can't complain. I think all three of us are doing very well. Uh, and I think we'll all be, I'd like to think, within easily the top maybe 500 by the end of today, um, if things go right. <laughs> I think it's evidence of having a plan, isn't it? So we all came in with a plan. 
I know some plans have been slightly mixed up or maybe slightly adjusted. I've, I've actually stuck to mine exactly how I meant to do it, which maybe is, a, is not a good thing. I think in other times I always have a, a plan A and something happens during the event that tempts me towards a plan B. I was very tempted, for example, to get Di Maria in, which wasn't part of my plan A. Lucky. Uh, so I avoided that, obviously, uh, problem if I'd have done that. Well, I don't think I'd particularly mind him moving forward now because... I don't particularly rate the teams they've got left to play in their group, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on the opposite. I think I don't I, I don't like that Mexico game for Argentina. But uh, yeah, I can understand that. Uh, I I stuck to my plan. The only change I made was the captaincy of Torres uh, over KDB. My plan going forward has slightly changed. Um, and I looked at it this morning and thought, what can I do? I really want Bale in for the Iran game. So I'm going to get him, is quite simply put. So after tonight, when the fixtures roll, when you get when we get transfers again tomorrow morning, I'm going to be taking out KDB, because I don't want him going forward, and I'm going to put Bale in. That also frees up money to go from Plata, who plays tomorrow, to uh, Hernandez. So we know uh, Teo Hernandez will play for France now because his brother got injured uh, he's he's the better player anyway so he's coming in so i've got four defenders now instead and also um i'm gonna get bail out after his game anyway and go to modric as well for the croatia game it does mean that on the last two days of match day two i've only got two players playing so i've got torres and modric one day Cancelo and rafinha one day but the other two days i've got four and five players so it's quite a lot it doesn't really matter what day people play on does it as long as you don't you know, think yeah. so, as long as you yeah. nail the picks at yeah. the end of the day. As long as you get close to the maximum, you know, players for the round, it doesn't yeah. really matter what days they play on. Exactly. And my well, lineups, Darren, with Bell because they're first game, aren't they? So, does it make a difference to you if he's playing centre forward or not? A little, yeah, yes, I have thought about this. It, it does. And I think, honestly, he'll play on the right wing because I think they'll play, sorry, left because I think they'll play more up front. I do think he was really lively and a really good player to have. Um, so I do think Moore might play up front, uh, which would push Bell to the wing, unless they play two up front, which is a possibility. Um, but yeah, I do get the line up tomorrow, so I will be looking at that very quickly to see if that's what I want to do. Um, the plan for the week after hasn't changed. I'm still planning to get Ronaldo, Nabry and Neymar in. Simple as that. It's easy that day. It's easy that week because Kane plays the first game, so off goes Kane. Mbappe plays the second, so off goes Mbappe because you get an overhaul afterwards anyway. Um, so there you go. I'm probably selling Kane after USA, I think. Um, Don't fancy him for Wales? He's my, he's my easier route to Lewandowski. Um, and as much as he missed that penalty, Saudi Arabia were there to have six or seven put past them as well. Obviously, the way Argentina played didn't sort of take advantage of it. And yeah. Poland may have the same limitations, to be fair, because you need runners in behind. Argentina didn't really have any. And Poland are not team blessed with loads of runners and pace in behind either. So it may not be a good game for Poland. But I still think they're the most open defence to sort of take advantage of Saudi Arabia, despite the result against Argentina. So I think I want to centre forward in that game. I, yeah. I I looked at getting Lewandowski in for the Saudi game, but I just couldn't make it work. Mm. You two um, are going to have him, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to have him. So, yeah, week two is where my mistake with Matty Cash, like actually, like properly, pays off. Does make it does make it quite different for me. Like yeah. it's not made that much difference this week, 
but next week is where it will make a difference because obviously I've got you know my team set up completely differently to how it would have been yeah. um, in terms of budget and formation as well I was supposed to be going into week two with a 442 um but um but yeah so it means the so the cock up means that I will have Kane now um because I was going to do Kane to De Bruyne that was going to be the move instead of um getting Matty Cash in um so I'll have Kane instead of Trippier because Trippier was who I took out for cash so I'm going to have Kane instead of Trippier for USA so we'll see how that goes and it means I'll probably captain Kane instead of Dumfries I was going to captain Dumfries on that day um, so, so this is where it's yeah, it starts to get quite different from my original plan. Just from that one one thing I, I did by mistake, but um, but yeah, it could be good. But yeah, then Kane will go to Lewandowski. Um, I think then Matty Cash will go to Brozovic um, after they've played Saudi Arabia, and then um, Sarabia. Could, I mean, it could be another zero against Germany, but um, I think he'll be my my like um my sort of pawn for a move on match day nine so the last round of round two so Sarabia to like Rafina or something um so yeah maybe so he'll get a chance for redemption I'm, I'm expecting another zero but I don't really need to move him until that last day so you never know might get something out of him after all yeah Nice. Are quite open now. I think if they came to Lewandowski, I think it's pretty much certain. My initial plan was to move Lewandowski on again after he plays. I wasn't completely sure who to, who for. Um, could be a Brazil player. I wouldn't mind. I want to see how bad South Korea are today. If they're not great, I may go for someone <laughs> playing them. Um, and then I was going to do older for old to Marquinhos, but if Brazil keep playing, obviously these mm. elite teams keep playing very attacking lineups. They leave themselves open to conceding, don't they? So I thought I was quite nailed having Sule and he let in. Um, England obviously conceded, Argentina conceded, all these it's it's the sort of inferior teams setting up with quite sort of passive formations and tactics to keep things tight that keep all the clean sheets, aren't they, at the moment? So um um South Korea have got Euro, uh, they've got Ghana this game week and they've got Uruguay the last one. Yeah, so they they got they got Uruguay now, haven't they? Uh, no, they haven't. Portugal have got Ghana. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to leave myself open, but Lewandowski may come in and go straight out again. I, I wouldn't mind getting another defender. I don't know who you think's a good defender to get now because there's a lot of centre-backs getting passing tiers, right? Even in sort of average teams. Garvidal, or whatever you pronounce his name, the guy from Croatia, got like over 100 passes yesterday. Gavidal, yeah. Yeah, um, and kept a clean sheet. So someone like him, interesting. Now they've got obviously they've not got the best game next, but I think it's finding that balance now for someone that can get you the passing tiers and has got a clean sheet sort of opportunity. It's why I quite like Argentina because they've got they've got Mexico and Poland left. Those two teams just basically give up the ball. They haven't. They don't really show a lot of intent to win the ball back. They, 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 so they're not particularly aggressive with how they approach the game. So Argentina could just have loads of the ball in those games, uh, in which case the tiers look pretty much guaranteed. It's just whether then they've shown a little bit, a little bit of something different in attack that means they can be a bit more, um, take a few more of their chances. But mm. I, I'm not against getting another Argentina defender in, even though you think, why would you after just lost to to Saudi Arabia? But 
they're going to have to pick their best team now for the last two games. So there's less risk of rotation. And they've got two teams that basically don't press and don't tackle them. So, yeah, that's the other team I was looking at. I mean, I said, I, I know I said the, what I've penciled in um, Cash to Brozovic, but obviously Argentina play on the same day as Croatia. So Cash to an Argentina player is, an, is another option I've got there. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, quite like their last two games. I don't know what defender I'd get because I don't think yesterday or this week's cleared anything up. Obviously, Otamendi and Romero played. Martinez came on. Yeah, I'd if say things up. Will that change? No, I um, yeah. If anything, Otamendi will go. Romero will stay. I think a Tagliafoco would be the one I'd go for personally. Um, play right back. He'd probably be the one I'd 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 keep. Yeah, I didn't really like them going forward from full back. They didn't do anything going forward. That's why they left it all up to the front guys. They didn't really push up. Um, it was a lot of the big teams are playing quite defensive fullbacks. It's terrible. Get the fullbacks to attack. Yeah. Like Dumfries even didn't really get forward loads. I didn't think in the Holland game. No, he certainly didn't. Nerded Mailer in Denmark a little, well, a little bit, but not much. To be fair, Mailer didn't do much. Um, the the one the one left back for Spain who came on was bloody brilliant. I don't was it Sola? I don't know who it was. Um, but he was bloody brilliant. Left left back. Yeah, the German uh, left back Realm was quite high in advance. Yeah, Realm was quite good. Yeah. They played a lopsided formation, but I'm they not really I'm not really feeling the fullbacks on the premium teams. Um, no. Teo Hernandez came on and obviously got yeah, an one. did very well. And that's exactly why I've gone to him. Like the De- the Denmark game doesn't scare me for France at all. I thought Danish the Danish centre backs were absolutely so slow. <clears throat> um so like I think Mbappe tears one. Honestly, ridiculous. Um don't like the Danish team in terms of their their, their centre backs. Kiara and Christiansen, wouldn't it? Um, it's a shame that Japan have got Spain in the last round because I did look at Japan player because I did as well. <laughs> Matoma was so good yesterday when he came on, right? Yeah, Matoma was good. They had uh, yeah, I don't even start naming them, but uh, I had a look earlier. Could I could I get a Japanese player in? I was like, they were very, like against yeah. It's it's, I mean, it's a shame they got Spain. That's the problem. Yeah. Because the trouble is, it would like it wouldn't be a forward because that would just mess everything up. It would have to be like a goalkeeper or the, or a defender. Yeah. But then, but then you'd like carry them through the Spain game as well. So yeah. It's like, and, and and all fairness, what's that? What day do they play? Do they play the same day as Brazil? Is there not a little no little to Japan to Brazil? Yes, they play. Uh, they play the day before they Brazil, play. so you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want the Japanese keeper as he was dog shit. <laughs> uh, well, it if he doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> well, yeah, tr- I, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. I don't hate that, Mike. You're tempting me now. Lewandowski to Matoma to Rafidia or something. Yeah. That's the weirdest <laughs> move I've ever heard, but it could pay off, which is the reason why I've gone, I'm going for Bale, because I don't think he's going to be highly owned. Do you know how, do you know how much percent owned Rafinha is at the moment? I looked just now. 4.6 percent that's it that's low yeah very low and i'm like well okay hopefully he goes off cancello was 20 something percent so i'm like well i need Rafinha as my captain here to do something tonight um it's tempting to even swap the captaincy over if i'm fair but i think i'll keep it um 
Are we done on Sky? Should we move to Gaffer? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can do, yeah. This is a little bit better for... No, I mean, look at all of us, really. <clears throat> yeah, we're all doing well. I was fourth yesterday, but I had no one playing last night, so I dropped by 24 places, which was which hurt me. But I've got three playing today, which looks... If I look at the tables, it looks like more than anyone else has playing left. So I'm very, very... Happy if Oliveira keeps a clean sheet today and Cancelo and Rafinha does something, could find myself very high, top ten easy. I think we I think there's a good chance that we could both be on the first page um at the end of the week. And you know what, Martin, we fucking deserve it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I might have joined you if my Uruguay player was playing today, but they've benched him. Yeah. Maybe oh, if you Craig weird, my, uh, honestly, mate. I'm so surprised that they benched him. He was like, he's their top like returner yeah. in the last 15 games. Mental. I, I mentioned it in a Twitter group I'm in earlier. Like, I can't believe they've dropped, they've dropped the Arascator. I didn't expect that. But you're the only one with Richarlison and he's going to be playing up top. So that's helpful. Yeah, my, my team suffered as I thought it might do by a lack of strikers. I went obviously with a very premium midfield um, and virtually no strikers and most of the uh, the well-owned strikers have done something. Even doing Bergwijn to Gakpo, I could have afforded that point five as well. Would have probably put me quite a lot higher. I mean, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was saving the point five for next week because obviously we're going to get. We, we know what the chips are. I was. I wanted to play midfield generals. I thought so. I wanted to save the point five to be able to get Tadic in. Um, do do Sam Tadic? Jesus, I'm going to. I was going to get him in. Um, so, um, have you made any changes yet with game? No. Because I have. I've made one change. Well, how many transfers do we get? Two. We get one. two. I've just done one. Two for free, yeah? Correct. Three. Yeah. Two for no cost. And so and a minus four after that. Correct. Okay. So I was tempted to do that, but I've just done one. And all I've done is taken out Gakpo because I think Depay is going to be back. So Gakpo will go out wide. Uh, and I don't potentially feel Netherlands against Ecuador is fantastic. I've bought Bailin again, <laughs> so I've got I've got uh, Bailin for Gakpo because I do fancy Bale against Iran, um, and I just think he'll be so low owned. That's that's the idea behind that. Yeah, I, I, I did very well in terms of I've picked pretty much. Platter did very well. He got some bonus points in his game. I thought he'd do quite well, but I've picked goal scorers. Like four goal scorers there. Obviously, Okawa um, got the penalty save, which was amazing. <laughs> I rejoice for the Mexican penalty save. You two keep stiffing me on every game. You both got Ferran Torres and you both got Ochoa. And in both the games, you both. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, different. The, that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, the thing is with Ochoa was like he was the cheapest decent keeper that you know that could do something and. He, you know, it was he got at the end of the day he got a penalty save from Lewandowski, which I'm happy with. But uh, it could have gone the other way. We weren't the only people with him, put it that way. But uh, yeah, obviously uh, Hakimi, obviously keeping a clean sheet, you know, and and bonus. He's on 18 points if I had him on my team. So annoying that I didn't play him over Dest, for instance. Dest didn't do much at all, apart from get a yellow card, I think. So that was annoying. But um. Yeah, strong positions, guys. Strong positions. Definitely. We it's only one transfer, Darren. You only get you don't, you don't get two. You get one. Is it? 
I thought yeah. it said two. I thought it said two free trans two transfers when I tried to make them. Well, it doesn't matter. I've made one, <laughs> so it's not a problem. Um, I'm taking a hit then. I think um, I've now got a problem with this Uruguay guy. I, I was I was hoping to drop the Bruyne to up the, to improve my Qatar striker. But oh. I don't know if I'm going to do that now. With that, that was I was going to move my Qatar striker to maybe Lewandowski and then whatever I could afford for De Bruyne, probably Tadic. It it wouldn't surprise me to see him come on pretty early, Craig. If all I'm all honest, it wouldn't surprise me to see him around the 50, 55, 60 minute mark yeah, hour. I deliberately picked fringe players that I knew I was going to be happy to play week two in case I needed to. Hence, why I've got a couple of my bench don't look particularly great there, but uh, uh. I think. Well done to the De Bruyne players who got four bonus points for fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. What? <laughs> the dreadful. Lewandowski's 12 was a bit fortunate for me as well. So obviously, that, really? Gets, oh, I didn't even see that. Because he, he got points for winning the penalty. Because in Gaffer, you get points for yeah, winning the penalty, do, yeah. Yeah, even do. if it's missed. Um, and and they don't apply minus points. Oh, for if he had scored that, you would be well ahead of me yeah. as well, because you'd have had, I'd have had Okawa, uh, we would have had Okawa, but you'd have had more Lewandowski. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah. No points for the goals for missing the goal. Oh, sorry, mate, go on. You didn't get no points off for missing the pen. No, no, no. There's no missed pen points. Wow. Uh, which... Actually, I didn't realise that. Wow. No. <laughs> so we got so we got three points for winning it. And then nothing for missing it. <laughs> it's a bit backwards that rule, Gaffer. If you're listening, like they should definitely get minus points or something for missing a pen. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, strong positions. I've taken out Gakpo, put in Bale. Uh, are you guys playing a chip this week? Yeah, I'm going to play treble, treble, treble. So you think I'll, I'll do Lewandowski against Saudi Arabia and Mbappe against Denmark and. I think I'll go as Melisar against Qatar. Yeah, I've 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 considered treble treble as well on Mbappe, Kane, and um, Mbappe, Kane, and Bale. I don't hate it. I've got a decision because my midfield's so strong. Obviously, midfield generals gives you basically ten lots of bonus, like five players times two. Where obviously the triple captain one's three players times three, so it's nine lots. But if you need the five midfielders, they're all strong enough to to benefit from that, really. Um, so I've got, it depends who I bring. If I bring Lewandowski, it probably makes sense to do the treble treble, I would imagine. But yeah, um, if I don't and decide to stick with this attack, I may go four five one or something. Um, mm. Still play Bergwijn, and then. Look to really maximise the the five in midfield. If I've already got Messi, Richardson, and Mbappe, yeah, I I, I can't I can't consider the midfield one because I've got Plata and Yahakambash, which is, is uh, not going to happen for my midfield dynamo. That's going to be awful. Uh, I'd get Mbappe, Rafinha, and Messi points, but yeah, Plata I don't think will do much against Ecuador. Uh, fucking Ecuador against Netherlands. I don't imagine Yahakambash to do much either. So I think I'll have to Martin. Um, if I don't play a chip, mm. they don't roll over, do they? What happens next round? Yeah, but there's, there'll still be another round in this week, in this game week, won't there? So, yeah. So game week three, is there more chips again or not? No. So the three you've got now, you either use them or don't. Yeah. So if you don't use it this week, you can use it next week. Yeah. 
this week's lineups are probably a bit more predictable, aren't they? Because it won't be, especially if, the, if some of the better teams qualify already. Yeah, you know, that's that's exactly, you know, I asked you about this yesterday and that was exactly well and Craig. That's exactly the reason why my thought was, we know the teams now, they should probably line the right same ones up despite injury. They might, if France qualify, not play players next week, for instance. And that was a problem to me. Um, so, yeah. Because on paper, next week for the triple treble treble for me looks much better. Um, but it's yeah, risky. I can't trust it. Obviously, there's no, we're not so, because we all play Globetrotter, we're not, I've got to get in my head as well that I can get like a second Brazilian in if I wanted to with my transfers. Because you're still thinking like, oh, I can't have him. I've already got a player from that country. Yeah, we're, still, that, we're still tied yeah. to five Europeans though, right? We can't go. Do they increase it by one after the groups? Yeah, but we're still we're still going to be in the groups, aren't we? Uh, oh, sorry, I thought Craig was talking about after the groups. Um, do we get an overhaul or anything after the groups? Uh, let's have a look. Um, or, or am I going into the groups with loads of players that won't make it? <laughs> I'm just thinking I've got to be careful with my Uruguay guy because if I want to sell him, I can't just... I'm still going to be limited yeah. who I get. I can't get a European player, for example, could I, from him? No. Yeah, we get unlimited, unlimited transfers available after the group stages um, for the round of 16. After the round, round of 16, we get an extra 5 million in the bank. Um, We're going to have to start making that team, like, literally after tomorrow night, right? Yeah, it depends if you're going to pick because of the way the draw or the fixtures on unfold it's seeming like anyone that gets through the group aren't going to be horrible defensively I don't think and this, this is the hard part now trying to work out teams to target by name or teams to target by sort of tactics and formation because these like mid-level teams are not going to be easy to score against I don't think there's quite a lot of teams have already shown they can keep things quite tight so you think oh, I'm going to take on Ghana or something but it might be quite hard to score against Ghana right yeah, so it's Friday the second. Friday the second is the last group games, and the start round of round of sixteen starts on Saturday the third. So, yeah. the same think... as same as we said when we did the team reveals, isn't it? Like I know we we were talking about Sky, but it's the same applies to Gaffer. You haven't Absolutely. got you ain't got you, long. You ain't got long to, to like do like a, an overhaul team basically. So you either wait to the last game on the Friday and then do it knowing that who's qualified. Absolutely. Or you do it first thing Saturday morning, which is dodgy. Uh, or you try and do it slightly earlier when the team's locked in at the start of the game week three. Um, luckily for me, I'm going in for surgery, as we all know. Snip, snip. So uh, I will be recovering on that Friday anyway. So that's a perfect excuse to sit and do loads of fantasy teams. Yeah, I'm going to start. I'll probably start planning midway through game week three, I think. Yeah, I thought there's any bargains we've already seen. That's Slottenbeck was like 7.7 in Sky and obviously started yesterday. Didn't expect him to start, not gonna lie, but he did. Left footed, uh, I think they wanted the left footed centre back in. Maybe they'll, they'll, I, I'll be fair. I was when Gundogan scored the penalty, I thought I was in trouble for not having Gundogan. Like, I genuinely thought he was gonna haul. Um, mm. I mean, he's still probably got a tidy few anyway, but I expected him to hit all the tiers like shooting, passing. Got return. He hit. Really he came first close. Yeah, he came close another time to scoring as well, didn't he? I think two or two times. So I was like, oh my god, he's going to really punish me. But luckily, I got away with it. He looks a very logical game week three transfer to me now in um, in Sky. 
Yeah, I, I've put Nabry down, but I could definitely change. He's going to get passing tears pretty much guaranteed against Costa Rica. He takes pens. You don't, that's, that's see, big, right? you don't see game week three, the German team, do you? No, but they're going to need to win, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, good point. So they'll probably will definitely have Gnabry out. That's a very good point. I mean, they might be, they might, they could be out if they lose to Spain and Japan get something. Then yeah, out. yeah, that's very true. I don't, after what I saw yesterday, I can't see, I mean, Costa Rica were bad, but Spain did look quite good. I think they'll, I think Germany will struggle with Spain as well. The, the, the players I'm kind of looking at, especially in Sky now, I, I don't know, I can't, I don't know the rules well enough in Gaffer, to be honest. I'm playing it, but I'm kind of just picking a team based on goals rather than knowing the, the bonus side of it. But in Sky, there's a couple of, I would say, quite attacking midfielders um, who are generally involved in build-up play and some that aren't. So I, I saw Croatia yesterday, everything goes through Modric and he comes very deep to get the ball. So yeah. he's likely to still get 60, 70 passes, even though he's their most attacking midfielder. Um, the same a little bit with Ericsson. Maybe even more with Ericsson. Now Delaney went off injured. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for. But Ericsson, on all their set pieces, they've got three giant centre-backs to aim for. And he generally it gets a lot of passes. He, If I could have my way again, I think I would have Ericsson in my Sky team. I don't know if he's... It's going to be hard to bring him in. But he will pass. He takes all the set pieces and he's got... But clearly, set pieces is going to be a big route for goals for, for Denmark. Mm. And, and Modric for Croatia, I think, probably is worth the extra over Brozovic, if I'm being honest. Um, so, yeah, those two, I think, look quite good. Eriksson, Brozovic, Bellingham, midfield or something in Sky would be quite good now, I think. Yeah, yeah, that'd be tasty. If I could get to that. It would be interesting how many people bring in Torres now, actually, because I, I feel quite fortunate getting... Uh, getting two goals from him because it was it was a tough watch really he was like watching the game he was like from a sky well even from a gaffer perspective he was like the worst asset to own on the pitch like when you were watching it but um yeah he was just kind of stuck out wide and not getting much space and yeah so yeah it's interesting because if, if I didn't already have Torres I wouldn't I wouldn't bring him in now actually despite the two goals I think they need him though Spain because I, I, this was my argument with Argentina they didn't have enough people running in behind Julian Alvarez I think really should be playing for Argentina because he runs in behind yeah he yeah, to have all the ball need players to run in behind Torres is probably the only player that really does that for Spain properly most mm. players come towards the ball apart from him Alvarez would be the same for Argentina so these elite teams with good like technical players in midfield, they need an outlet. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping Torres now. Torres stays in my team. I can drop him, I don't think. Nah, oh, Torres yeah. stays in my team. Yeah, he's in the team, so obviously I'll keep him for the Germany game. But yeah, I say watching the game, it was quite a tough watch. Like his two obviously what obviously one was a penalty and then the other one came from kind of nowhere. It Do you was, know it was like, on when you got what? him. Sorry? Did you know he was did you know he was on penalties? Or was that no. I didn't actually. I messaged. I did think. I, I. I think I messaged you guys at the time and said I had no idea he was on penalties for uh, for Spain. Looks so, like a big thing this World Cup, isn't it? To get the penalty takers. If you're going to get a penalty for a basic shirt pull or something, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's uh, definitely worth it. I'm definitely got that my eye on that with my transfers in as well to get penalty takers. Yeah. That's Gundogan's going to be a good one if, if Germany is still going in game week three. If he's going to be playing Costa Rica, taking penalties and getting loads of passes, 
feels like a very obvious game week three transfer to me. Yeah, nice. It does. Hope, hopefully, hopefully, um, they get at least a point against Spain, and they've actually got something to play for. But... They need to win eight 0 to qualify or something. Yeah. Well, would they would they go out if they both finish on four points? Would they go out because Japan beat them? I'm not sure. No, I don't know if it's gold. No, different. I don't know how that works. All things to take into account now. So yeah, I think it's so Gaffer's good anyway, isn't it? Because there's so many different routes to go, and all the chips could be. I even parked the bus this week. I'm not sure many teams have, would have set up with good defences. But is that double points as well, park the bus? Yeah, so your back five yeah. gets double and then but you don't you can't pick a captain. Back six though, if you play five three two, is it keeper as well? Uh no, it's not no, the keeper. Just defenders. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a bit of a harder one to play. As much as I don't trust my uh, Ghana and Tunisia defenders, I don't think enough with park the bus. Yeah, I think part of the part of the bus, like in the in the normal like championship game, it's it's good for a, obviously a double game week, but on a single game week, I think like it it that that the fact that you can't pick a captain or a vice captain, so obviously captain gets two, vice gets one point five. If you play part of the bus and you know somebody somebody that you would have captained like goes mental, then you're not really you haven't really gained anything. So. Yeah, that's one. It's one of the other two. Then, depending on how strong your midfield is, really. Yeah, I think it's got to be treble, treble for me. Mbappe, Kane, and Bale. It'll be, which I don't hate. Or could it be? Or could I do Mbappe, Mitoma, and Bale? <laughs> I don't know how much you need to feel like you need to take a punt in Gaffer with Sky. It feels like one rogue captain, as we saw yesterday a little bit, can make a really big difference. Gaffer, I don't know where the sort of gains really are. I don't know what the best way is. Because I don't play the normal game enough, I don't know really how you make a big jump. Like with Sky, it just feels like pick a rogue captain. If it goes off, you've made loads of ground up. I'm not sure changing a captain is really that valuable in Gaffer. Yeah, I mean, it can be, especially like if, you, if you're if you willing to gamble on defenders. Um because like say say a forward gets like two points, with um with the way Gaffer works with like you get two points for a clean sheet at half time for example, and fullbacks are quite prone to being good for bonus. Um, I mean you can see from our teams there like a Stupanan got three bonus I think, yeah. Um, Hakimi got four bonus, three or four bonus. Um. Is it? Uh, I think Shaw did Shaw do well as well. Like fullbacks yeah. are really good for bonus. So if you captain and vice like a couple of fullbacks, and they keep a clean sheet, get an attacking return, get bonus, like that can be like a big gain on people that have captained like, like maybe a popular forward that didn't do very well. So interesting. What the best for me? I, I'm not coming. I'm coming around to the fact I quite like four five one. As you say, defenders do seem to get quite a lot of points. Maybe I need to... And there's a lot of strikers playing in midfield, isn't there, in this game? I've got three of them there. Mm. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you can do something with 4-5-1 in this. It's basically right off the striker spots. Perfect. Any more for any more? I think that's long enough, isn't it? Just con considering we're just uh, chatting, really, and not there's nothing too in-depth. <laughs> yeah, nothing to show you in-depth today. But uh, we, you've got an idea of our plans and how we're doing very well is the answer.
nice yeah it's nice. good it's good we're all doing we're all sort of in amongst it aren't we so yeah there's none of us in either, either game that are like well that's the end of that is <laughs> so that's good yeah yeah none of us are like that yeah that is that is true um yeah i'd have hate to have gone that way perfect all right guys well really appreciate it like follow subscribe we've reached 500 subscribers yeah whoop, whoop. 502 <laughs> last time i looked yeah 502 503 i think so yeah really good thanks for the support everybody and uh yeah if you enjoy it keep it coming perfect bye everyone cheers cheers